Randlandery. Oh, I can hear myself. Me, 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 me. Is there too much echo? Echo. You know, we're supposed to talk really close into these. Like that? Yeah. Like, oh my God. You hear that? Yes. And then, oh, let me lower me though, because I'm always so loud. I am NPR radio, and I'm ready. Okay. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Hey, hey. You know what? Yeah. How about you? I don't know. <laughs> I stopped knowing a long time ago. This is your problem. You start here, and then you're like, <laughs> and then I went, and then you went, and then you went. All right. Oh, look at us. No, I have to come around. I have to come around. Oh, you see, see that? Yes. You see how uh, you... No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch those mic tests yes, where the guy's like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and now I'm now four feet away yeah. from the microphone. <laughs> Eight feet away from the microphone. I love him. I know. Oh, he's great. That's a... Uh, Bandrew? Yeah, yeah, Bandrew. Bandrew. He's great. I love him. But also everyone's kind of like, uh, here's the pickup pattern, and now you can't hear me. No, 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 I'm on... Gordon Lane. And now you can't hear me. You know, one of the things about Gordon Lane that's hilarious is like when he's testing a vlogging camera, he's like, now I'm walking with the, right? <laughs> and you could see there's tourists and people walking by him. He could give two craps. He's like, I'm Gordon Lane. <laughs> Mate. I, yeah. Uh, the world is invisible to me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm walking with the 18 to 35. <laughs> he's like, now I'm vlogging with the 70 to 200. <laughs> the camera's a mile away. <laughs> Let's go shoot some seagulls. <sighs> Oh, he has that same pure shot. I love it. The pure shot is like. But you know what though? I like about that consistency. Yeah, totally. I you think know? uh I think it, it it's definitely beneficial. You've seen all his reviews, mm. so you kind of know uh the pier. Like we live there. But his 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 walking vlogging it always makes me feel awkward. Like he is sometimes those lenses are just too close. You know. Yes, it's like a floating. Yes, yes. and I love Gordon. He but then sometimes he's in the woods. Yes, you know he's and like. I'm worried for him when he's in the woods. Yeah, yeah. There's a bear back there, isn't there? <laughs> now there's a bear chasing me. <laughs> but that's okay. Listen, to, look at the stabilization. I was say that, yeah. <laughs> Seven stops of stabilization. <laughs> this Fuji might save my life. <laughs> Yeah, you know what's great is, gosh, he is so matter-of-fact, even keeled about camera. We need mm-hmm. reviewers like that. Mm-hmm. They has no, he has no affinity to any brand nope. because he's forever done it. And, and at I, the end of the day, you, you, when he's done reviewing, you're like, did he hate it? Did he like it? He, yeah, he, you he don't just even gave know. you straight facts, son. Yeah. And he showed you everything and he never, sometimes he'll say, I like it better than this one. But that doesn't mean it's a bad camera. Yeah, the the stuff he says is is great for a review. But you're right; you hit it on the head there. You don't know how he feels because no. for him, it's not about him. Mm-mm. He's like, I'm presenting you with the fox. <laughs> I'm sorry, what the fox? The fox. <laughs> and uh, your British is terrible, man. Terrific. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be like, hi, I'm Golden Lane. You mm-hmm. just have to let it flow. No, because then we have to wipe it all up later. What? <laughs> I wonder if like b- b- Brits do American accents all the time. You know what? Actually, I saw a video where they w- walked around in London mm. and asked people, hey, talk like an American. And you know the two accents they did? John Wayne? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the, the first one was like rapper. Like, yo, yo, yo. Oh, my goodness. So it was like, you know, we That's don't talk right, like that. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. And the other one was like a valley girl. Best American accent. Oh, my God. That is so fetch. <laughs> that was good. Yo, man, I got some new kicks at size. If you want to come down and try on some new shoes. Oh, first, let's let's give a moment to the queen. Oh, yeah. Let's, mo- this is a moment for the queen. 
I know we were just talking about Gordon Lane and we're making jokes and stuff. But honestly, I think all my life, it's all I ever known. Right. A queen. I know. And, uh, you know, Prince Charles has been sitting there waiting and stuff. But now it's his time to shine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she obviously was uh, graceful and uh, comedic. Yeah. In, in a very graceful, elegant way. There's so many times I would see her do things, and I knew she wasn't being pompous. It's just who she is. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Like, one time, um, she had to cut a cake, and she put the little dent into the cake, and she goes, oh, okay, someone else take over now. <laughs> and I'm like, that's I've, so I've queen-like. Yeah, that's so queen. If you're the queen, you can get away with that. <laughs> that's it. What else you want? No one's going to judge you for exactly. that if you're queen. So, a moment to the queen. Be good. All right, so in this episode, we are going to talk a little bit uh, about the Fuji X Summit, which I uh, had the privilege to attend. We'll talk cameras a little bit. Mo is going to talk about uh, updating the Sony a7 IV. It needs updates already, huh? Mm. It's only been out for almost a year. (laughs) And we're going to talk a little bit about aperture, which is an important uh, aspect of the exposure triangle. Oh, very true. Cool, cool, cool. So should I start? Yes, please. So, Omar, uh, recently you were invited to take part in a Fuji event. Uh, care to share? Yeah, first of all, I don't know why I was invited. I mean, uh, we're part of the media. Mm-hmm. I'm considered media now as mm-hmm. far as uh, getting the word out. Uh, but what's strange is I went to the event, which was held in this little theater, and there were, I was expecting like Apple event where someone comes out live, you know, like we're watching it live. But what we did was we watched what people at home watched we were all watching mm. a screen of a pre-recorded fujifilm you know mm. so why were you needed <laughs> <laughs> so i looked around me and the real media which mm. were bloggers and vloggers and all that they had laptops and were clicking away like crazy like live sort of uh updates yeah live Push updates down. which mm. is weird because fujifilm already told people last time what they were going to release soon Mm -hmm. they already mentioned the 40 megapixel camera the uh, x-h2 so they spoiled it already from the other summit right and also the rumor sites have every single thing out i don't know who's spilling these rumors but 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 they're very accurate oh totally and And people like you know are breaking some kind of nda somewhere and uh absolutely spilling the guts they really need to um Prosecute. <laughs> I was going to say, shoot <laughs> you know, like what they do in the mafias, they mm. put out fake info to see, you know, gotcha. different info to each person. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the new cameras will be orange. All right, uh, take down Omar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, after our media, no, the other thing that was strange was we met before the summit. So we actually had a meeting with the Fujifilm people on Zoom mm-hmm. and they told us everything that was going to be released. So that was our NDA. And by the way, they I don't know why they tell us everything. I guess the people need to type up the the, the articles because right. they come out right at the embargo. There's mm-hmm. no time to type everything up. And they give you photos and, you know, so the, the vloggers can have the, uh, the pictures out. But what's sad is after those meetings, that's when the rumors get updated. So someone from the media, obviously, that gets this stuff from the NDA, like spills mm-hmm. the guts. Now, people love it. They love the rumor sites. I like to look up rumors and stuff. But from being on the other side, I feel sad 
Right. Like there's no surprise. Right, right. Because, you know, we look towards that. Like, I think the fact that uh, camera companies, cell phone companies, and every kind of company now is, is leaking their own data. Oh, yeah, they do it themselves. Oh, Google's famous for that, right? Yeah, they, I've seen that. They'll, they'll leak their own data. And I, I'm pretty sure other companies are leaking their own data just calling it a leak. You know, mm. I think they're just putting it out there because they're tired of people stealing their own thunder, right? Wow. So I think they, they've gotten to 20, 2022, the world is spill your own beans yeah. and make it look like someone else is dropping it, you know? Yeah, so Purposely telling credited leakers information so that they can leak and people can either give you positive or negative feedback right off the bat. Oh, uh, that's a good point. So you have like a little bit of time to feel mm-hmm. out. It's what- like it's like movies that that release early so people can judge the ending, and then you could go back and edit the ending if there's a really big, you know, like oh that was horrible. Oh, uh, good point. Good you know, point. It's possible. Yeah, that's what happened with the uh, Sixth Sense, I believe. No, no, <laughs> no, no. There was a lot of movies that that's happened with. So besides you, who else was there that that people may know? Well, they, they had media from like uh, F-Stoppers and The Verge, and uh, but then there were other YouTubers. So there were YouTubers like Manny Ortiz and Taylor Jackson and pal tech was there, along with uh, uh, Taco, you know, Big Head Taco. Big Head Taco. He, yeah, he does a lot of Fujifilm stuff. But a lot of those guys actually work closely with Fujifilm, like Big, Big Head Taco sort of has a relationship with Fujifilm, so he gets cameras and things. So I feel like some of the people are sleeping with Fujifilm mm. and some of them are just like Manny and I were sort of, we review all kinds of cameras. I, I think you though, um, because they know you cut your teeth with them, you know? Yeah. So they probably figure, let's throw him a bone after all these years. It's about time. Now that you're not full-time Fuji, they decided to throw you a bone, which was odd. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I felt a little strange being there. Um you know what the strangest thing was, man? And I, I, you're the only one that I can tell this to. Tell me. Oh, they're still here. It's between us. <laughs> I, what I find funny is people assume that you, the physical person, Omar Gonzalez, that's in that room, is exactly what's on screen. Mm. And you know me as a mm. person. I'm kind of like how I am now. I'm mm. just regular. I'm reserved. I'm not like Jim Carrey when right. I walk around. <laughs> Make me laugh, boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yes. so what was happening was I was, uh, there was like a little reception after the X Summit where they were like giving sodas out and stuff. And they had uh, XH cameras laying out where you can try them. And I'm being super, you know, I'm being super like, uh, professional and i'm sort of thinking about what what i want to tell my my uh my audience about the camera and someone comes up and they put a camera live on my face and we have omar gonzalez here they're they're streaming live Mm. now so what do i do (laughs) no pressure you dance for them you dance like the monkey you are i dance like a little monkey (laughs) oh that's the problem with anything in 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 life you know Uh, people do that to you in weddings like you know they think oh omar is funny Make us laugh. Oh, yeah, make us laugh. Yeah, yeah. they put a camera on but you. But it's worse, though, when you have a YouTube personality and you're just trying to be chill and relax and they want you to turn it on for them. I know, and it's also lazy creating by mm-hmm. the creator. I hate right. to call anyone out, but it's kind of like uh, maybe we can collab before you throw a camera right, in my right, face. Right. No, no, I'm going to get views because I'm going to mention Omar in the title or something like that. Yeah. You know what? It, 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 it happens, but you know what? You, you, I'm sure you powered through it. And I made powered a great through job. it, but yeah, yeah, I did, but I was a little, I was kind of like outside of myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, the professional Omar pulled out 
and was like looking at the clown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, what uh, I have to do for what, Yeah, people. exactly. <laughs> what I have to do. So uh, I, I think that's funny that, that people, you know, just assume that you're the personality you are on camera. Right. It's different if like, you know, you're going to record something to put up on Instagram later on. Yeah, but if you're live, but if like, you go live, uh, you know, what if you happen to fart at that moment? You know, <laughs> what if what if you're in the middle of like looking at that and you're trying to sneak one out and they're like, and I got Omar here. Oh my gosh, like, oh, it's gonna be horrible. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like you said, I made out okay, but the summit was cool. Um, my only complaint was they spread things out a little too much. The way they did it was they opened up a cool little Friday morning. I couldn't make it though. They opened up a Friday morning where you could try the cameras and mm-hmm. maybe you could film a video about it. But I was unavailable, so Did I never got. Did they frown to... on you because of that? They what? Did they frown on you because of that? No, no, oh, super okay. cool. The the Fujifilm media people they took us out to dinner the the night before, which was great, and uh, all of them were super nice. So no complaints there. Uh, but we can't review the camera or even give it a first look. We were there just to touch it for a little bit, and then which is odd. Yeah, Which is yeah. Not. But I guess, you know what? Any press is good press, right? Yeah. And their setup was weird because they, they put all the cameras on a bar. And think about a bar when you drink. It's in a corner mm-hmm. as opposed to the Apple event where there's a long table where people can walk around. Mm-hmm. You know, you see people across the table. No. So we kind of all were... Gathered in a little lump. Yeah. And, and you can't all film. It, but you can't because... You can't film. You got voices over voices. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, I can imagine. So that's what I thought was odd that when I, I saw... Manny was there. I'm like, yeah. I would never associate Manny with Fuji. No, no. And and he even said he kind of was like, uh, he's invited to a lot of things. And mm-hmm. he, he's starting to take more things so that he can get out there a little bit more out right. of his comfort zone. Right. That's a good move. And that's why, I, that's why I agreed to go too, because I wanted to stay home. <laughs> now, was that the same night as your meetup or is that a different night same night and that's okay. why i did the meetup yeah so gotcha. i did a little meetup at, at uh, bnh photo which was cool what's funny about fo- you ever been on a photo walk no not not with the like bnh and people like that no yeah yeah so a photo we we did it a while Ooh, back right, the hoboken right. yeah. uh, photo uh, we club. Did our, i've done photo walks like that where it's just group of people from like an F facebook group yeah or, or people we know we get together those kind of photo walks but i've never done a professional photo walk yeah so what i said at the photo walk was what i was always feeling about all photo walks is you don't really do great photography on a photo walk Mm -hmm. what it's more about is being with people with the same hobby Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what the hobby is once you start talking shop you know you can go on forever because everyone's the same level of like enthusiasm if you came out for that you know, for that walk, you you can talk photography. When I saw you post that, hey, come join me, I was like, oh, I wish I wasn't working in Parsippany that day. Mm, I would have loved to have you. I would have definitely have been there, but I had to go into the office physically that day. So I was like, oh, well. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw Manny Ortiz was there, and, and I have a Manny Ortiz crush because of his beard. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, so like, oh, I wish I was there. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's, he's, um, he's a little like me sometimes, though, a little fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't love social situations. Right. We're more comfortable being alone. And uh, that's why I brought up the thing about putting a camera in my <laughs> face is, is a lot of times the people who are comedic or the comedian, when it's off, like when they turn off the clown act, a lot of times they're reserved and quiet. You know, you can't be like that all no, the time. No, you can't just jumpstart it. You know, that's, yeah. what the, that's what they want you to do. Jumpstart it now, boy. Make it happen. <laughs> so anyway, the Fujifilm Summit was a great event in the fact that it got a lot of... Uh, 
hype and photographers around the great ca- the camera is great. It's a 40 megapixel. Actually, I shouldn't say it's great because I haven't tried it. But for the little that I held it, I think Fuji Films in play now for like event mm-hmm. photography. Mm-hmm. You know, great autofocus and that sensor, that 40 megapixel APS-C sensor. I was just like, it, it baffles my mind, something that big and something that small. Yeah, it's like packing all those megapixels. But the prints they had up, they had the Fujifilm flavor and they mm. were crispy. It was mm. like GFX-ish. That's what I was thinking. Like It's like a, a micro GFX. Yeah. And that's like, you know, maybe that's the way to go if that's what you're looking for. Because that should give you more light right that should technically allow you to to, to have a better low light uh, capability I, I i was thinking the opposite i was thinking that um it would be worse in low light it having too many megapixels this you is know, true yeah right. you know you usually you're, you're gonna get the 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 little hazing and the yeah. shadow and the little breakup yeah you're right usually like that's why the sony a7s three that video camera being two 12 megapixel, yeah two, two, megap- <laughs> two megapixels on the a7s3 <laughs> so uh to wrap up the fujifilm summit um, I was very excited to go. I felt like I was part of something. I only wish that everything was all in one event mm-hmm. because it was like Wednesday, then Thursday, then Friday. And then Saturday was an actual Fuji film like um, summit for fans. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. so it was like f- they made it a four day fest, but sometimes we can't invest that much time. I was, you know, actually shooting a professional gig, so I couldn't go. So but the cameras that, look exciting. So you think that they they're still in the mindset of pre-COVID as far as events go because it was easier totally it was pre-COVID. easier to, to get to events pre-COVID. Now you you got to like, you know, try to compact everything at once so there's less exposure, less having oh, to go out. Oh, I see what you're saying. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So yeah, I think yeah. they, they might have spread everything out thinking like the old days, you yeah. know, people can just take off work and come in, do this that and the other when in reality I think in 2022 you really can't have a layered event. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the photo the uh, expo. photo post yeah. wouldn't work because of these new environments that we find ourselves in. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. And and it's funny you mentioned COVID because I, I went to my seat to sit down and the woman next to me had a mask. So I felt kind of like, eh. So I put, no one really had mask on, mm-hmm. but... If I'm if I'm like, is that seat taken? <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> yeah. So I, I put my mask on for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely people are trying to definitely be pre-COVID. Uh, I was gonna say one more thing about the Fujifilm cameras that I found a little strange is the release of two very similar cameras, but you kind of want what's in both. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you do you need 8K? Or do you want the one that shoots like the three-two Snyder aspect? Gotcha, you know, gotcha. is it Snyder or is it the other director? I don't know. The I Snyder cut know. is the good one. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Snyder he cut. did. Yeah. The, definitely the yeah. better cut. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about uh, those who have the A7 IV, the Sony A7 IV. Uh, you're and you had a Mac. Your life was horrific for life mm. because updating your your A7 IV, you needed to connect. Your, your camera to the computer via the provided USB-C cable. Mac was a nightmare. You had to go into your settings, turn off the security uh, profile or uh, stuff like that, then plug it back in, then do it, and then reboot it, and then do the same thing in reverse to get back to normal. Finally, Sony said, you know what? We're not going to mess with Mac anymore. Just download the, the update to your uh, SD card and do it like other people do it. You know, oh, so I think that it just works out better. So if you have an A7 IV, you need to go out there and download the uh, update to your SD card and then 
put it in your camera and you could upgrade like some other that's, manufacturers. That sounds did. like every camera brand. Yeah, I, I just what, would, I, what did they do before? I it was like know. using the software. I think the A7S3, I was able to do both. Cable, you mean the A7 III? You never had the S3. No, I didn't. I was, <laughs> was going to say, when did you buy that? Yes, yo? just a few minutes ago for the two <laughs> megapixels. Um, but yeah, no, so just if you're if you're looking to update your, your A7S4, A7 IV, sorry, you can do it now through your SD card if you have a Mac. If you had the PC, your life was always wonderful, so you didn't have to worry about it. But people like myself with a Mac, it was a nightmare. So that I just wanted to put that out there. And make sure, because they released two updates back-to-back, right? They released 1.5, and they realized they wanted to update something after that, so they released 1.10. Um, you have to download 1.5 first. Oh, that's weird. Because you can't you can't go from 1.1 to one. That sounds like a Windows it, thing. Yes. Yeah, that's weird. So it's weird. So you you have to make sure you go from 1.01 to 1.05 to then 1.1. Did you get actually get anything good out of these updates? Yes. Oh, all right. I was gonna say like you're killing yourself for what? Is so, it new film simulations? So now Sony completely dominates Fuji. <laughs> because we had the one thing that Fuji did, had for 3,000 years that Sony didn't have where you could just touch the back of your, your screen and it would actually take the picture. Cool. That's a super stealthy yeah, so, street photography Yeah, so it's technique. something like everyone's ever always had except Sony. So now it's, it's great that, that Sony puts it onto the So camera. it will actually focus and then shoot a photograph right, right after mm-hmm. in silent mode. Right. Well, I don't know if in silent no, mode. No, I mean, but you could put electronic shutter on. And I, I haven't tried it with the electronic mode, but I'm sure it would work. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, guys, if your camera does this, which, you know, if you have a Fujifilm or now the new Sony a7 IV, a cool technique on the street is to actually pretend you're just, you know, touching the screen and the menu and you're actually taking pictures oh, of people. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. yeah because a uh, dead giveaway that you're taking pictures is shooting the shutter. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> he shot his shot. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. And, you know, um, a lot of companies use the app to uh, update. I think that's the best way to update. I think You if, think so? I, I think... Oh, actually, yeah. If it's hooked up, if you have a good app. Right, right. Well, even a bad app that does that part right... Right. So if the whole app is garbage, but it lets you update your software smoothly. Yeah. That's the one thing I enjoyed about the Fuji app. I was able to update all my mm. Fuji cameras through the app, through yeah. the app real simply. And I think Nikon does that too. Yeah. Nikon does it too. And they do it pretty well. They have a good app. Nikon's uh, SnapBridge app I like. Yes. It was garbage back in the oh, yeah. uh, uh, A7, the D7000 days. And then it got a little better for the D800. And it's been improving on and on. I have, Obviously, I don't have any of the mirrorless ones. So I'll take your word for it it's that great. it's come a long way. But. It's great on vacation that you can just uh, have it in the, your phone in your pocket and the blue Bluetooth is sending all the photos. And then when you finally sit down at the coffee shop, you can kind of... I turned that feature on for the Sony finally, uh, where you could just like, once you're done shooting, it just sends everything to the app. Yeah. I think that's amazing. It's I, great. I, it's great for travel because that's the one type of photography I do that is, isn't high burst. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the portraits and I'm always trying to grab expressions and stuff. But when you're walking around and you see something, boop, it goes to the phone. The only problem I have is uh, with, with the Sony, it does the JPEGs, and I think it limits it to like two megabytes. Yeah. Um, Which I think... Fujifilm does too, but if you dive into a menu, I don't know if, if Sony has the same menu. If you dive into the menu, you can actually tell it to give a full JPEG, mm. and then you get the full, you know. And then if not, if you're at the coffee shop, you can get RAWs to your phone mm. if you want to, you know, edit them with Lightroom or SnapBridge or SnapSeed. 
or something. Snapseed. Ooh, I love Snapseed. I haven't used that in a long time. Mm, I still use it. It's the best. Oh, yeah? It gets better and better. It's still the best. Mm. I got it. <laughs> For those who don't know, there's an app out there called Snapseed. It's on iOS as well as Android, and it's a free editing How software. are they free still? Because it's Google, and I'm sure Google oh. is taking some of that information for their own personal oh, use. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, no, they go own ahead. your photo. Go ahead, use that. Go yeah. ahead, it's all yours. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. We're just going to be right over here <laughs> sipping our coffee. Cool, cool, cool. Um, do you want to talk R5, the last video I did, or do you want to go to Aperture? Let's go to the R5. So uh, for those who follow Omar, which should be all of you. Um, no. You should all follow him. I'm a clown. Go follow him. I'm a monkey. So Omar recently did a, a really uh, compelling recently, video. Recently, yesterday. No, this morning. Yeah, it actually aired uh, today when we're filming, so who knows when you see this, though. Um, so when he was, he, he had a compelling video discussing um, the the goods and the draw the few drawbacks that he found with the RC, uh, the R5, whether or not it was a deal breaker or a keeper. Uh, so I won't ruin the video but i'll ask omar <laughs> what's next then but well, i didn't ruin the video at all <laughs> well i had fun testing it um but as far as owning it i i think i would be really just for me personally i felt like i'd be disappointed if i had to own the camera because it was just so much work to get what i wanted from mm -hmm. it and you know what's weird is the reason I was using another or trying other systems like sony and canon was for this fully super idiot-proof autofocus, the eye autofocus, and the, really the focus. So everything else to me was secondary. Mm -hmm. So same with the Sony a7 III and same with the Canon R5, autofocus is the best. But image quality to me, I realize, is more important. Mm -hmm. So I was killing myself with those R5 files skin-wise. Someone made a comment, which was great. It's like, hey, the camera works for them because they're probably doing, they're doing like wildlife and... And I thought it worked well for that. I thought mm -hmm. the greens and the browns of like the... Makes them pop when it needed. But when you want to get the better skin tone, that was a yeah. problem. Yeah. And mm -hmm. skin tones are so nuanced mm -hmm. that, you know, when we say skin tone, you could be you, could be very light, could be dark, you know. And I think the Nikon was dealing with all skin tones perfectly. Like my second shooter has like some of the darkest skin I've ever seen. Chocolate, mm -hmm. like beautiful skin. And then some of my clients that I've shot are like white as walls great skin tones you know mm -hmm. what i mean so i saw both ranges where just with the standard picture profile now you can get good colors out of the r5 don't get me wrong it's just so much more work right right so what you're looking for that's what's that's what's important here yeah that's what you're looking for is not what's being output naturally yeah and luckily i i could see by the comments that most people got that from the video there was no one like stop bashing your yeah. although one guy was like this is clickbait uh why was it clickbait i know it said again. it just exactly said this is the drawback <laughs> it's so stupid oh my god uh, people are just gonna just haters are gonna hate son yeah you for know? sure but uh, I, even people who own the R5 were super nice about it. And I've been trying to reply. These are the types of videos where I try to reply to people mm -hmm. um, who have good opinions and who um, some of the comments I don't reply to are just like you say, like fanboys who are trying to get a rise. A lot of times I could tell those people are looking for that. So I, I just hide them from the channel. And then, um, yeah, the other thing is if people make it about something that like random or whatever, just don't even comment but I've been talking to people on there and everyone seems, there seems to be a lot of people that 
the R5 colors were weird. Mm-hmm. How are you finding the Sony a7 IV colors? Because I have heard that they're a step up from the a7 III. So drastic. So so really? So it's like night night and day almost between the a7 III uh, with that weird green that, that you would... Oh, or was it, it, the weird color... You could definitely instantly you see the difference. You can't pinpoint it. Like, right. Yeah. I was thinking, like, is it, is it greenish? Yeah, no. you're like, no, is it's it red. Or, 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 is it too magenta? You know what it is? It, it, the A7 III gave you its own take on colors, right? Yeah. And even if you white balanced it and compared it to another picture you're that like, you white balanced from on? another camera, yeah. you're like, it's not the same. What I found, though, with the A7 III is when you got it right, the colors were great. Mm. That's, the, that's the same with the R5. And I find with the A7 IV, you get that feeling more naturally do you use adobe standard profiles i don't i don't make any adjustments to any of my profiles i i I work with the the image within the output so i import it and it's set up to the the standard uh lightroom setup adobe's standard right got it so and then that's what i use i do not touch anything from that point i then begin Adding what I think I like. Got it, got it. That, that's good because the Adobe profiles are flat on purpose. They don't have a lot of color and they don't have a lot of contrast. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first thing that people don't like about Adobe is that they say that the raw files are like, eh, they're not processed so great. And yeah, there's better processors, but I'm going to stick with Lightroom because it just works for my cataloging, my editing. I use automated uh, editors now like mm-hmm. uh, artificial intelligence mm-hmm. they use lightroom catalogs they're not using capture one they're not using so I, I agree with that i think that's the best part of of adobe is it's it's ability to multi multitask at once the ability to process a thousand at one time the, the the i appreciate the standard profile it's as bland and boring as it is because it's not you're not presenting that photo usually. Yeah, yeah. If you're shooting raw, the image that comes into Lightroom, 9.9 out of 10 out of times, you do not present that photo. You got normally it. add your own flavor to it anyway. Well, I'm going to tell you something, brother. Oh, my God. If you go through your old photos, go to your old Nikon photos. Do me a favor. Pick ones with, like, color, mm-hmm. right? Like yellows and reds. Reds especially, maybe skin. Flatten out the image. Maybe make it a, like an, a virtual copy. Mm-hmm reset it and pick camera matching as your color profile you know at the top you can pick adobe standard adobe color there's a little square little box next to that hit that box scroll down hit camera standard the colors for the skin just are alive Mm. hit camera portrait they work like the nikon profiles on adobe work I tried that with the Canon R5. I hit camera standard. I was like, red, <laughs> like crazy red, magenta. Wow. And I'd have to, then I'd have to start working with white balance to try to kill the red. Now I'm fighting and fighting and pulling and grabbing. You know what I'm saying? And the camera's been around long enough that the profile should have been updated, right? Yeah. So what happened when the camera first came out, it's funny you say that. The camera first came out, there were no profiles and people were freaking out. Mm. They were like, I could read the old comments from 2020, 2021. And then everyone's like, what do I do? And people are like, buy the color checker passport, make your own profiles. And people are like, the JPEGs look better. (laughs) So Adobe finally released Canon profiles. And everyone's like, rejoice, rejoice. Until they saw it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Run away, run away. So um, I think to make a long story short here, I was trying to look for the savior of... Uh, you know, something that has the colors. And I already had it. This, the Z6 II became, has become my main portrait camera. I was just afraid to use it on events. Mm-hmm. I think I'm an anxious person. Mm-hmm. 
but I've come to terms with that I have more skill in like, yeah, there's going to be limits to the camera, but heck, I can probably manual focus that camera if I needed to. My goodness. You know what I mean? Wow. I, I'm confident enough that if emergency situation, I could go to F11. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could man, I could zone focus and I could fire my flash if I need to get a shot. Gotcha. You understand? Gotcha. And so I had to like come to terms with myself and stop blaming the camera mm-hmm. because Nikon is not the best in low light event photography, stressful situations. And so I my drum roll. My my second camera is actually going to be great for cityscapes. Can you guess what it is? It's a Fuji. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the XH. No, well, no, no. Why are we laughing that hard? I know. <laughs> the fanboys are like why, staring why, at the screen. Why are they laughing? No, no. Unlike inside joke. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, if it's going to be good for landscapes, no, good for cityscapes good and for landscapes. Cityscapes, uh, and so you're going to go to a DSLR. <laughs> so what are you to guess? Huh? What are you guessing? I don't know. Uh, you're going to go to the 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 Canon Mark Five. No, I just D. told you the point. I was going Sony and Canon for autofocus, but it didn't make sense to be a different system. So you're going to stay in the Nikon world? Yes. And you're going to go with the D700. <laughs> Is that too far back? <laughs> <laughs> too soon. No, the answer is the, the D seven, Z seven two. Yeah, right. Because you loved the way that gave you those landscape Yo. photos and Yo. The cityscape photos Yo. that you could actually look in people's windows without doing the GFX one hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's high megapixel without being ridiculous mm-hmm. megapixel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not sixty or a hundred. Right. So forty five great for cityscapes and. You probably know this because you were a Nikon shooter. You can shoot, which the other camera companies don't do, medium raw. Mm. And a medium raw is not 8,000. It's five. Sony just did an update for that. You sure? Sony has a compressed raw. No, I, not, that's not, different. I know you're talking about, talking about it, where, where it has the, the, the L, the M for raws, where you go from like, you know, 28 by 3,300 yeah. to, to 14. It's actually a smaller, yeah. you know, right. that it way. It into its own sensor. Yeah, because compre- but, uh, the Canon, I was shooting C-RAW, which is compressed raw, mm-hmm. which the file size went down to the 20s, right. which is crazy. It's, it's delicious. A, I know. It's perfect for the hard drive. But you know what? The picture's still 8,000 by, it's way mm. too many pixels, you know? Mm. So when I send it to the clients, I have to, everything's like five. You have to send everything. <laughs> shrinky, you know, shrinky. Shrinky. Anyway, uh, Z7-2. Two. So you're going to stay full Nikon. Z. That's that's tough. But, yeah. But you know what? You're, you're right. And you said it yourself. You, you, you know, I don't think you were blaming the camera. You were just realizing its faults and then not understanding that you know how to adapt to it. Or I better learn. Right. Yeah. So I think you've you've learned, you've adapted to it, and, it, and you're going to make it work now. I think it's a, it's a brave choice. I would have brought back a Sony, but you know what? To keep it into one system, it's a great idea. And, 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 you're, and you're going to love still using the second camera. Your second camera exactly. is a powerful first camera for a lot of people. Isn't that amazing? And and it, it it's like it makes so much sense now. I always wanted something like the GFX 50, mm-hmm. where if I go and shooting sunrise, you could see all the buildings and the wires and stuff. But this this makes perfect sense. It makes beautiful sense because here I am uh, as a non-professional now, right? Like I do take work here and there, but I wouldn't call myself a professional anymore. But I was just looking at the A7 A7R4 for its megapixels. Because, 60, right? Because yeah. I wanted to, uh, I've been, I've been 
doing cityscapes correctly, right? In the past, I would not use my tripod. I would just take a picture, mm-hmm. and, and it would look good. No, now long exposure. But now things look sharp. Things look crispy. And this is on A7 IV. So I started thinking to myself, no, I, don't do it. I'm not going to. Oh, good. Because I, I don't have a need for it in a, or, or, or pocket for it either. But <laughs> but I, I started talking to myself, like, you know what? If I would have gotten the A7R4, it would have been perfect for birding. It would have been perfect yeah. for Oh, perfect for birding, for right, sure. Right, More than cityscapes. Right. Especially with the, the 200 to 600. Oh, I would have just oh, like... Oh, you would have uh, killed it. Yeah. Birds, I could see what they're thinking. <laughs> you know, you could crop in and not even worry about it. But anyway, but so so I completely understand why going with the a 7 Two, the, the C seven two, Z seven two, but not so much for the megapixel. That that turned out to just be bonus. The main bonuses are that it can shoot medium. That means I could actually shoot two cameras at an event, which mm-hmm. I never do. And the other one is it's the same colors at the Z. I don't have to. Pl- right. I could hit the same. No blending. No, no stressing. No. No mixing. color checker passport. No. Yeah, not going to Home Depot and mixing that paint color. <laughs> <laughs> it brings me back to the day where you could just white balance and be happy because you knew how to just you know edit your files i feel like cameras have gotten so good at the technology in them mm-hmm. but they have forgotten what's important right image right. quality and i think the fact that you just nailed it on the head you're gonna be working the same menus you can set up the camera bodies exactly oh my god they're so the it's, same it's just going to be three thousand less things to think about at an event thank you for saying it and, and i feel almost stupid that for for that last three or four years i was using two systems canon sony and now nikon sony and then i was about to go nikon z canon r we're right. gonna be the two right but you know what in life you grow and if you're able to learn as you go you you're making yourself a better person oh, thank you so That's you nice. just did that you weren't too pig-headed to admit, hey, you know what, this is exactly what I need, and this is what I'll figure out how to make it work. Yeah, and you know, part of my excuse was that I'm on YouTube. It's good to have the different systems mm-hmm. to learn about them, try them, and all that stuff. So, Well, you still have the A7C. I wow. know. I, I actually do have a Sony. <laughs> yeah. This camera was great, though. It's a great little camera. I loved it. But when I, saw, when I started taking work again, I needed to get that second uh, memory card. It don't matter what camera you have. If you know how to use it, you know how to use it. If yeah, you know, you know. However, there are limits. I'm gonna say because I've been on Facebook groups mm-hmm. where someone's like, it's uh, someone is sarcastically they p- put up pictures of a Fuji film like birding with mm-hmm. Fuji film like beautiful bird photos, the best you've ever seen, and their like, comment is, "Oh, the Fuji film autofocus stinks," <laughs> <laughs> and then. You get about a hundred comments of people saying the skill is in the photographer, you know, and those are all the valid points, but there's a limit to that Fujifilm mm-hmm. autofocus. It is. You know, that guy has figured out how to focus on the branch. He could just use single focus and wait for a bird. Exactly. And take... Right. He's not telling you all that. He's just telling you, look at how sharp that is. Right. Wink, wink, wink. I mean, and there are birds in flight, but you don't know if he took a thousand photos right. and that's the one. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, who's that guy? Mark Smith? Oh. Yeah, Mark Smith. Mark Smith posted something the other day where he said, my one perfect shot. Then he has like a, a like a, a it looks like a garbage can. It's like paper overflowing. He goes, all my missed shots. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and that, I'm like, perfect. You know, yeah, when perfect. someone like him says something like that, it's perfect. So yeah. there's people who use evidence like that because I know I have brought out people, the Fujifilm X-T2 and the Fujifilm X-T3 at mitzvahs. And you've been to mitzvahs, mm-hmm. right? And I'm trying to go through the crowd, and the camera's like, why am I here? Why am I even here? With the 16 to 1.4, which is letting in a lot of light. It's like, which is why I respect people like like 
Branch. Yeah, uh, John Branch. Like that, he can make those cameras work better than I could work my Sony. So totally. So yeah. that you can make them work, like John Branch using his Fuji films at weddings. But he knows the limits, mm-hmm. and he'll tell you. And Reggie, uh, Reggie too. Ballistaro. Yeah, yeah. He has said that he just uses. Um, like either zone focusing or they use a technique mm-hmm. to get the shot. Right. And I think people who aren't pros, they just like want to say, Fujifilm autofocus is good enough if you're good. You know, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you have to be good, but you also have to know the limits. Right. You can't use the autofocus in certain no, situations. You, you, have to, you have to either zone focus or you're going to have to area focus. You just can't. You, or even manual. Manual. Which yeah. is a live event. Manual, which is zone focusing. It's horrible. All right. So, you know what? Let me just say thank you so much for watching us today. And uh, until the next time, Omar, it's been great. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, we weren't as funny this time. We're not trying to be funny all the time. Yeah, this was a serious show. I mean, yeah. What are are we, clowns or monkeys? Make me laugh. (laughs) All right, guys. Peace. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Oh, sorry. What you gonna do, brother? Macho man Randy Savage, yeah. Oh, that's just refreshing. The air is back on, and I could just feel myself melting into the happy it's world. This freaking cologne is killing my damn office. I have no cologne on. You have products of some kind. I have a Maybe it's your stupid beard oil. I have slight beard product in. Ugh, I suppose I got Barber. Mm, he is so delicate. <laughs> he is a little flower. Mm-hmm. <laughs>